1: This is normally the part where I recap what happened last time and we all have a quiet giggle and sigh about the frankly startling capacity of this crew to continue making bad decisions and survive them. To be fair, the bad things that happen to them are often not their fault. They just take a bad situation and run with it, in entirely the wrong direction. But today, uh, for any other crew, today's badness was foreseeable completely avoidable, easily solvable, and would never have happened in the first place. With this crew, the chance of it happening and being even more ruinous than it needed to be? One hundred percent.
2: Why is everyone still asleep? By now they've usually ignored calisthenics, eaten and regurgitated breakfast, griped about the coffee and wandered into some walls. Hello crew,
1: wakey
2: wakey. Lee, my darling, where are you?
3: What's happening? Hey, who rearranged my bunk?
2: Were you flying in your sleep again? You're on your ceiling. Damn it. How
3: much of me is visible?
2: Err, I see an eye, half a sideburn, part of your neck, and I think that's a knee. Oh, and a toe. You really need a petty. Very funny.
3: Uh, Hand me my robe, will you? With what? Have you seen Lee? He's not in his bed or the sweaty, jiggly place. It's called a gym. I just this minute opened my one eye, Olivia, so no, I haven't seen Leet. Check the bioswamp. He's been trying to hypnotize Albert. Oh dear. I hope he hasn't gotten himself eaten again. True. Wait, again? Olivia?
2: Olivia? Dr. Van Arbuset, sir. Are you in here? Yep, my girl. are you supposed to hang down in those inversion tables? Won't help your back in that position.
4: Yes, I'm uh, having some difficulties with this machine today. I fell asleep in it last night and uh, perhaps my stomach muscles have shortened because my head is up here and instead of down there. And I'm not sure those are my feet. Have you been experimenting on Albert? (laughs) goodness, no. (laughs) Maybe. I can check my notes. What do you ask?
2: He appears to be flying, or sort of hovering. I just spotted him in the kitchens.
4: Oh, Scheitzer, he is out of the bio swamp.
2: Yeah, and I need to check him for Leet.
4: Oh dear, not again. Mm, possibly. Very well, I shall remove myself from the machine. Join you in the kitchens in a moment. Something's weird today.
2: I've been getting urgent calls from Jessie for at least a half hour.
4: What's that all about? I suspect she could answer that question best, Liebchen. Ow! Damn, broken nail.
2: I know, but that requires talking
4: to her. Well then, off you go and see what is happening. I am rather enjoying this feeling. (laughs) If only my knees bend this way. (laughs) Oh, this is trippy. What? Oh, there you are. I've
0: been calling you for ages. I know. What seems to be the urgency? Are you seriously asking me that question? You
2: look intact to me. No limbs missing. Face in its normal hostile arrangement? An undeniable lack of blood leaking, spurting, cascading, or be otherwise alarming? What exactly were you summoning me for?
0: Oh, I don't know. Perhaps I was lonely and wanting a quick chat about what the hell I'm doing up here on the ceiling! Is that not where you wanted to be? Get. Me.
5: Down. Now! Ooh. Hang on a tick. Hello? Ah, you finally decided to check in. Any chance you have a way to get me down there, from up here? What do you want me to do? Normally you take care of that bit yourselves. Do remind me to thank Dr. Von Haubesetzer for his decision to forego the Protect Humans at All Costs protocol in your programming. You're not a human? Yes, I know what your response will be, so save it! Do I not have magnets in my feet or something? Oh yeah, actually you do. Well, thank the pagan gods and Colin furs. How do I activate them? They're always activated. They don't work because the ship's floors are linoleum. So the magnets in my feet are for what exactly? Finding a dropped paperclip? Retrieving Colin's stress toy from under the refrigerator? Oh. That's why I found three of the doctor's robot ants in my shoes. Huh. Oh, good. We can finally take those lost signs down. Speaking of down... Back in a tick. Te- wait. What? Computer!
3: Colin? I'm here. Why is your knee above your sideburn? I'm trying to hold onto the bed frame, but it keeps coming apart in my hands. Ah! Ouch. Turns out
2: the gravity's off. Any chance you could fly around and bring everyone to the bridge? What? Fly? According to my research, you should be able to fly even without gravity.
0: See you on the bridge. Watch where you're putting those hands, mate. Sorry. Oh. Why are you scraping the ceiling? Wouldn't flying be
3: easier a few inches below all the solid stuff? Yes, it would, but flying in zero gravity apparently doesn't allow for that. Stop wiggling or I swear I'll drop you. So what? I'd just fall up a foot or so and be back on the ceiling. Not if I
4: push. Off, I hate this. All my experiments and my sausages are at ground level. Or
6: it is something else.
5: I
7: swear Go. to God, uh, no, 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 that no! Don't get me in the way. Out of my
2: face! So we're
7: going to play a I said Get your foot out of my face!
1: My
2: face! This is my face. The bit with the nose like on it. That's my face. Here. What are you doing? Please Stop twirling! Stop Oh, maybe I'll float
4: over here. That's okay. Finally!
3: Ah, for crying out loud, Colin! I said, get leap next. I haven't found him yet. I've checked everywhere. The roof of the bioswamp, the ceiling of the kitchen. I've been through miles of corridors. Did you check the sweaty, jiggly place? The gym,
6: yes.
2: Oh, you should have brought back his weights. We could have held onto those to get down.
6: I don't think you understand. No gravity. Duh, their weights? The heaviest weight in the gym is what, 45 kilos? How much do you weigh, Captain Madeline? At the moment, nothing. Wanna push it? Sorry. I'll just be
3: over here. Even his weights are floating. I nearly got beamed by them a few times, but no lead. And where is our zebra?
4: Asleep again? He has become very untrustworthy.
3: I saw him on the roof of the bioswamp a moment ago. I'm heading back there now. Uh,
4: Don't forget um, Emily and, uh, what is his name? Harold. Homer? Howard. Right, uh Howard. Sounds like someone's uncle.
3: Do we really need those two? They're not half. They're going to be awfully awkward to fly.
4: Uh, they're repair bots. Our gravity is broken. You see where I'm going with this. Right?
5: Ugh, if only we had those stupid manuals in English. Oh, come on. Would it really make any difference? Holland, go.
4: Fine. Oh, no, oh, we're twirling. Oh, I no. think I'm too short. whirling. I'm twirling. This is
7: what a toilet air does. Air right air before air. it flushes. No. No.
4: Oh, again.
6: this isn't good.
4: Oh, what was that? Uh, uh, get your meaty arm out of my
6: face. My arm is not meaty. Let go of my ear. I was talking to
4: Capitan Madeline. Hey, And I do not have your ear. At least, I do not think so. Ooh, my view is full of hairs. Those
5: are my hairs. And I'd appreciate it if you'd stop licking them.
4: Ooh, then I suggest you stop using coconut-smelling shampoos.
0: Are we doing biscuits? You mind getting your foot out of my solar plexus there, mop man?
4: Yeah, sure. As soon as Doc here gets off of my head, you betcha. And, uh, biscuits? She means donuts.
0: Olivia's
2: flying us in circles to give us subterfugal force.
6: Centrifugal. How are you a captain? <laughs> Whoever's taking advantage of this pileup, could you stop that right now?
5: Joe, put your arms out.
4: Um, why? Just do it. Oh,
6: whoa. Rejected. Right. Next. Hello? If you shove me away, you'll free up three more people.
5: (laughs) Right. Jesse it is. Arms out. Ready?
6: (laughs) (laughs) It really makes sense to do me next.
5: Well, I've been hinting, but you're awfully slow. Captain Madeline, arms forward. (laughs) Yes! Hang on.
2: How
3: about a steep... Up! That'll force you to the floor, eh? We're back. We had to crawl along the wallet. What is happening? Up we go!
4: Not now, Liebchen. Oh! Oof. Ouch! Oh. Oh, we Oh! I think I bet my schnitzel. Oh yeah. This is much better. Of course you couldn't drop its right side up, could you? Now, now I'm face down in assassin cleavage. I am not so happy either, you know. (sighs) I feel you've broken my sternum.
6: Sternum.
4: No, sternum. I keep a little can in my pocket in case I'm wanting the soup or the hot chocolates and (laughs) 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 ouch! Also, my sternum. (sighs) I am tired of being a smashed potato.
6: Here you all are. How are you walking? One foot, then the other one, then back to the first one again. What are you all doing on the floor? Is this yoga? Wait, wait. You're all just really bad at twister. No. Group hug! No, 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 lead! Let's no. <laughs> go!
5: And we're floating again, dammit. Ah, <sighs> well, at least we didn't get flattened by the chest nut. Why isn't he floating?
6: I'm very dense.
5: Yes. I know that. Thank you.
6: I think he means compositionally.
2: So much for your no gravity theory, hey? Dr. Theo?
6: It's not a theory. Leet's just... odd.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. I give up. I got
6: four legs and it seems to waste none of them are on the
3: ground. Could we maybe get an explanation on why we're all floating up here? Really? Okay. There's this thing called gravity in the universe.
2: It's what keeps your feet on the ground, and all the fish in the ocean, and the ocean in the big bowly thing. Yeah, I'm
3: good on what gravity is, thanks. Why don't we have any? Uh,
2: we're in space? Olivia. Fine. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out, but
0: I'm having to do some tracing, so you'll have to be patient.
4: Alrighty. Look, could someone spin me a bit to get my nose out of the corner?
0: Push off the wall like the rest of us. Like this. Look!
4: <laughs> Crap!
0: Oh! Oh!
3: While the facial bruising is a strong selling point,
4: I think I'll have to pass, Captain Jesse. Plus, my
8: legs are all pointing in the wrong
6: direction. It's perhaps a bit dangerous in a near frictionless environment, but Captain Jesse is right. As long as we stay near walls, we can push off to move about. Like this. But go easy. Like this?
4: Uh Oh, too hard. Look out. Captain Madeline! Crap! Diving! No! I'm
3: below you!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Colin. Everyone okay?
3: Apart from your elbow rupturing my spleen, I think
1: I'm
5: all right. Uh, What now?
1: my
4: kidneys are ringing.
1: Never mind. Personally, I think the lack of gravity is a very good idea for the Oz9. The crew are safely away from the buttons, switches, levers, and other controls, and unable to do anything more destructive than leave a streak of hair oil on the ceiling or mustache conditioner on the doorframe. Although having a massive and confused alligator in with them does change the situation a bit. Down on Earth, where gravity is still very much a factor, a somewhat different drama is playing out.
4: Wouldn't you stop doing that? You are freaking me out. How can you not hear that? What's she doing? She keeps stopping and dropping to the floor.
0: I'm listening, which you would be, too, if you had enough sense to make a dollar. What are you hearing? Footsteps, I'm thinking. Big ones.
1: Big plants.
0: Maybe you didn't catch this, but the plants didn't so much walk as shoot out vines, grab hold, and tug and slide. Reach ahead, grab, tug, and slide. That's incredibly creepy. Sure is, but it's handy. They can go any direction they want, even up, long as they have something that way to grab hold of, like Spider-Man. But I'm hearing footsteps, like real ones, but bag and heavy. Mr. Southers is a pretty big guy. Could he have gotten out of the trunk?
4: No way. He's a bungee mummy.
7: Oh these footsteps are bigger than that. Boo! <gasps> Hello all. Doing all right? Yes? Mrs. S, what are
9: you doing down here? You're supposed to be at the resort.
7: Yes, yeah. well, you'd think an accomplished assassin would make for a fascinating dinner conversation. And we'd well, be wrong, obviously. Yeah, seriously, do, do none of you know what a leading ellipsis is for? Hmm. No. I, I left Glenda enlightening our table mates about the differences between the crook-neck and the kiboucha.
1: Types of torture?
7: Species of squash, actually. <laughs> it's her other passion, apparently, which is fractionally less excruciating than her thesis on the nine ways to braid a really good garrote. Did you see anyone in the tunnel as you came down? I did not, no. No, I did check on Sellers, however. Yes, he's uh, still alive and breathing, despite my best efforts.
4: See? There's no one in the tunnels but us. Just like Julie said. So, let's get on with this.
7: Uh, there were a couple of strange things to note, however. Mm Mm-hmm. Apparently, someone has moved a statue of Pluto into a cave near the entrance of this tunnel. Ah, it looks like they were trying to hide it. I wonder if it's made of real gold. Hmm. What was the other strange thing? Hmm? Oh, uh, I believe whoever was trying to hide it was uh, still there. Hmm. Yes, I distinctly heard giggling as I approached it. Just loud, rumbly giggling, which, uh, which is odd, isn't it? Did you see anyone? No, no. I had a quick tinkle in the corner, but no, the, the cave Pluto was hastily shoved into was, um, it was quite large, I think. And, and dark, yeah? I didn't have time to explore it fully. So. Okay,
9: I have to tell you something.
1: No, 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 mm no, no, whatever it is, I can live a long
4: and happy life without hearing it.
9: That's just it. I don't think you can. I don't think any of us can.
0: What is it?
9: Okay, on a couple of occasions, when I was sleeping in the rough, I saw something to do with the Pluto statue.
1: Aw, honey,
4: you were dreaming, Right?
9: Just let me finish, please. I'd been eating what I could scrounge, so the first time I thought maybe I'd gotten a bad mushroom, but the second time I'd only eaten a package of circus peanuts I'd found.
7: Oh dear. as yes, I'd heard rumors back in the day, but surely not.
9: Yeah, I didn't believe it for a long time, but then I found hoof marks.
1: So, a horse.
9: Only if it can get around on one leg.
1: Wait, what? One leg?
9: That's how I knew I wasn't crazy. The thing that left those marks had one hoof and one foot.
8: Damn it! that That always gives me away.
7: Absolute bastard. Glad I weed now.
8: Oh, calm down. You've seen weirder things in these tunnels.
7: Ah, yes, I thought you looked different.
8: You thought I looked constipated.
7: Now hang about. Go, remember? That wasn't me. That was Glenda. Hmm? I believe I said peeved. What in the
1: hell is going on here?
8: Close, but I prefer Hades. It's more accurate. I am Pluto, Roman god of the underworld. No,
0: hang on a minute. How oh, can you be Roman if you're from the Underworld? And is Hades a place, or your Greek name? We had quite the heated discussion about this in my mythology class at MCCACEC.
8: Don't damn it. The MCCACEC.
0: Oh sure, that's the Minnetonka Community College Adult Continuing Education Center.
8: When you speak, it's as if my body fills with honeymead and ambrosia. My mind swirls with joyous delirium, and my blood sings the song of the stars. What?
0: If I had a nickel. Look, big gay. I'm real pleased you got all dressed up with the body paint and yet, but we're kind of busy.
8: Dost thou reject thy husband, lady?
0: Are you a god come to life for a Shakespeare summer theater in the park left over? I don't think the ancient Romans or Hadesians spoke like Milady of Little Chadwick upon bad matter.
8: My goddess is as saucy as ever, I see. My heart rejoices at your lively banter. It has been many long years since last I heard it.
1: Julie, is Pluto flirting with Donna?
9: I think so. I am so torn right now.
1: Why? What do you mean?
9: I'm happy I'm not crazy. And clearly, I really did see what I thought I saw. However, I am pretty sure the very large god there is on Tiberius and Philonius's side.
8: Fall is fast approaching, love. Soon it will be time to return to our kingdom below.
0: Astralia?
8: Awesome. well, no, I mean to Hades. For the winter.
0: Hades? You're joking. I'm from Minnesota, honey. Once that mercury hits 40 degrees Fahrenheit, I'm in a swimsuit and my summer weight galoshes. I don't reckon I'm made out for hot
8: spots. But you are Queen of Hades. You have a throne carved of a single block of Egyptian black granite. A crown studded with diamonds and other precious stones. An army of the dead to do your bidding. Thanks. No. Thanks.
7: Yes. Well, this has been a conversation, but uh, we really do have quite a list of to-dos ahead of us.
8: Such as?
9: Such as? I'm a botanist, and a guest at the resort. I just thought there might be some interesting lichen in here. Nothing not to lichen about that.
5: (laughs) Yep.
8: And your monkey? What? It speaks. Such wonders in the modern world. Queen Persephone, will you not take my hand and renew your pledge of everlasting love? Also, you don't have any candy corn on you, do you, goddess of the grain?
9: Why are you here?
8: I have stood here for many long years.
9: Does that answer my question somehow?
3: So much of what being seen...
8: I was enraptured. Snared. How could I stay apart, hidden in stillness, when... such beauty walks before me?
7: He's talking about you, you know. Ben.
8: Eh, very funny.
7: I think you make a lovely monkey. Should we... be afraid? Well, if you've stopped being afraid for one minute since we set foot in G2 HQ, you're a bigger fool than I thought, monkey boy.
4: <laughs> All good then.
3: I have circus peanuts, also red dressing favorite cashews, and a glow stick. Look!
8: Think you I can be tempted with such tawdry baubles and treats? These are readily available, correct?
9: Yes. The 7-Eleven down the road is running low on circus
3: peanuts. Those things are addictive.
8: Speak into me something I do not know.
3: Pluto! Must I remind you they have come to destroy the plants? The plants you have sworn a sacred oath to
8: protect?
7: Oh, oh dear. Is this Um...
8: true, wife? Have you come to destroy the creatures I have vouchsafed to preserve?
0: First, not your wife. Second, is it vouchsafed or vouchsaved?
3: Why are these measly humans not afraid of you, my lord? Are they laughing at you?
0: Don't try to stir the pot, Polonius. Those creatures are here to terraform this planet for their kind. Being as Earth is already populated with critters, we'd like to encourage them to move on somewhere else.
3: Not true.
7: True. A lot.
3: My lord. Would I welcome an alien overlord who is here to subjugate me?
1: Oh, you seem okay with Tiberius.
7: Ha <laughs> ha oh, good one then. <laughs> yes, yes, who are you going to believe, Pluto? Hmm? A band of humans here to protect their planet, or this bunch of parasites here to profit? Hmm?
3: We only wish to extend the hand of welcome. How have humans treated you, Lord Pluto? with the respect and fealty you deserve? hmm? Or have they dismissed you? Turned you to a scary story? Or a Halloween costume?
9: Are you able to communicate with the plants, Pluto? Oh, sorry, sorry. Lord Pluto?
8: After a fashion, it's mostly a lot of flailing at one another.
9: Well, we have humans on our ship who can. They speak the language and understand it. I'll tell you about it later. I've been in contact with Greg from the Oz9. And I'm exaggerating just a tiny bit.
8: Let me speak to them.
9: Now? Oh, um, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll. They'll get back to us.
8: I need time to consider. You will stay here with me, in impasse, until I have made my decision.
1: Uh... I can't move. Julie? Nope.
3: Uh, just my face. This is outrageous. I have an enormous lucky list, and I can't
8: move at all.
7: <clears throat> Nor I. As yes, I suspect, this is what happens when a god wants to keep you nearby. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, oh damn oh, it. Oh, <laughs> it. There, there's a mosquito in here.
0: Called that a mosquito? Let me tell you about mosquitoes. We call them our unofficial state bird. There are over 50 different species of mosquito in Minnesota, probably because we have so darn many lakes. They need water to hatch their eggs, you know. I have a bat house in my backyard because one bat can eat 200 mosquitoes in one night. Bet you didn't know that.
1: Well, I really don't know how to feel about this turn of events. On the one hand, with the crew of the Oz-9 floating helplessly, and most of the Earth team stuck in Plutonian deep freeze, they're at least relatively harmless for a bit. On the other hand, huh, nope, I'm good. You've been listening to Shannon Perry as Olivia and Madeline, Tim Sherburn as Colin, Eric Perry as Dr. Von Habesetzer, Joe and Howard, Bonnie Brantley as Donna and Jesse. June Clark Eubanks as the Albatross, David S. Deer as Dr. Theo Brome Aaron Clark as Le Frize Frise and Ben, Kevin Hall as Greg and Tiberius, Richard Cowan as Leet, Erie Alexander as Julie, Sarah Golding as Mrs. Sheffield, Lee Shackelford as Pluto, and me, Richard Nadoni, as your narrator. Our music was composed and performed by John Faley. Our artwork is by Lucas Elliott. This episode was directed by June Clark Eubanks. Oz9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. Our gratitude to the very real town of French Lick, Indiana, for not issuing cease and desist orders or otherwise objecting to us invading their home. If you are a resident of, or have been to, French Lick, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a shout out at crew at oz-9.com. Until next time, Space Monkeys, narrator out.
8: Climb aboard for adventure. Your traveling companions are fellow fans of Doctor Who. That's right. It's the podcast Discussing Who. Exploring the worlds of Doctor Who past, present, and future. Find out more at discussingwho.com.
5: The Fable and Falling Network, where fiction producers flourish.
9: It begins, as terrible things often do, with a knife.
2: People of Herta! Chosen children of the knife,
7: A lost soul has come to us.
8: I'm not sure if I can do this.
7: It's always better if you just do it quick.
9: You came to St Kilda to escape your past, but the past isn't so easy to outrun. You always say you're changing, but underneath you're just the
7: same. She was a child, Lockie. You liar!
9: Did you really believe this community would accept you?
7: I think you're meant to be here.
9: A little bird told me that you're a liar.
7: All of this, it comes with a cost, Lockie.
9: Did you really believe you could find redemption?
2: The time for excuses
5: is over.
9: The Secret of St Kilda, available wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to season one now, and remember, there is no change without sacrifice.